Welcome back to Elevator Advice, a podcast featuring practical conversations with Christian communicators. I'm Conrad Close, and this week I'm excited to bring you a really special episode of Elevator Advice with Dallas Jenkins. Many of you know Dallas as the creator, director, and co-writer of The Chosen, one of the most successful media crowdfunding projects of all time and the first ever multi-season series on the life of Jesus Christ. I sat down with Dallas to talk about his new Christmas special, Christmas with the Chosen, The Messengers, how he adapted The Chosen for the big screen, and how he keeps The Chosen audience excited and engaged with new projects like the Christmas special. This is a really fun conversation, and I think you'll learn a lot. So without further ado, here's some elevator advice from Dallas Jenkins. So you recently announced a really cool project, uh, which is a Chosen Christmas special, Christmas with the Chosen, The Messengers. Tell me a little bit about this project. Why did you decide to do a Christmas special with The Chosen? Well, the show was actually launched by a Christmas short film that I did for my church uh, you know, in 2017. It was filmed on my friend's farm in Illinois, 20 minutes from my house. And so the show got, you know, had very humble beginnings. I didn't even know the show would exist when I first made that Christmas short film. So in a lot of ways, this is a return to our roots. Um, but also Christmas for me is, uh, you know, my favorite moment of uh, in history. The, the, the birth of Christ, I believe, is the most single most important and, and greatest moment in human history. The, the, the fact that um, I, I feel like it, it's, it totally exemplifies what The Chosen is all about, which is this really humble, human, um, messy, uh, you know, existence that that Jesus you know came into the world and and lived as as one of us and he didn't live as a as a king he didn't live in this uh, beautiful setting he lived in an oppressive time um in poverty and was born into a very unlikely uh spot and the fact that he did all that and then now we especially in our christmas special are singing these joyous um epic songs um, and that, that it is it, this moment of humble beginnings is, is, has resulted in such huge worldwide celebration. Um, I just think is such a great contrast and says everything that you need to know about the gospels. And so everything about this for us is, um, is, is meaningful, not only for the show, but for the world. And I, and I also believe that now that we know these characters um, in the show, The Chosen, going back to where it all started in their storyline, which is the birth of Jesus, um, I think was an, uh, was a was a great opportunity for us. Yeah, that's really powerful. And I think that's, I mean, obviously that's resonated with your audience. You've had a huge response to this. I mean, people are selling out theaters. You've had to add screenings. Uh, people are bringing groups together to watch this with their church or with their families, with their friends, maybe inviting people who aren't familiar with The Chosen or even familiar with church at all to come see it. Why do you think that is? How have you managed to kind of keep your audience engaged? Um, and, and even though it's a story they know, being able to bring them together and generate so much excitement for a project like this? Well, the fact that we we filmed this brand new episode that goes within the special, we filmed it in secret and um, didn't announce it until we had a big live stream when we made tickets available for the Christmas special. Those kinds of things, I think, make our audience feel like they're in on a on a on a joke that other people aren't in on. You know that that, that they're part right. of something special that's outside the system that they have ownership of, 
it also makes them realize that anything can happen at any time. So they better show up for live streams because you never know what might, what might happen. Um, and I think also it's a great opportunity for them to, to, to make a statement. You know, I mean, the, the industry has, has, has felt uh, since COVID that, you know, we're never going to be able to get certain groups of people back in theaters that unless it's a big, uh, you know, Marvel style movie or a horror film, um, it's going to be tough to get people to come back to theaters. And we thought, um, you know, with the Fathom event, we didn't know if it would work or not. We didn't know how people would respond, but the overwhelming record-breaking response they've given, I think is making a statement that goes beyond just the chosen, that when people have the content that really does speak to them and that they really do love and are passionate about, they will go anywhere to see it. And um, so of course the show will eventually be this episode and, and, and the special will be free and easy to watch. That's always gonna be our promise. Um, but for now, this opportunity for 10 days to go see it in theaters and gather together, I think it's going to make people even more passionate about the show because they're going to see other chosen fans. And it feels like a family. I think we really have built a relationship with our fan base that feels like family. They feel like they're part of the making of it. They feel like they're um, even, you know, they are because they are responsible for the, our ability to do it because right. the show is free. The show is free and will always be free. And so no one has to buy a ticket. No one has to pay for it. Uh, for us to make it. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm saying we, for, you know, for that, for them to be able to see it, for us to be able to do it in the future, they have to pay for it. And uh, that makes, I think, them feel like owners. And so because of that, we want them to experience these, you know, magical moments that, uh, that delight, you know, delight and surprise and disrupt. And I think that that helps, um, I think, the future of the show. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully this inspires a lot of other creators to be able to put together really solid faith-based content, you know, because it shows that there is an audience for it. I mean, people are willing to go out and see it if they're producing something that's worth seeing. Yeah, absolutely. They, they, it's, it's not about outside factors that we like to use, including me sometimes to blame, um, you know, for the, the disappointing box office of a particular project. It really is when you create something that people desperately want to see, they will they will do whatever it takes. So one of the cool things about Christmas with the Chosen, the Messengers, is that it's an entirely new format for you guys. You're going from a TV show to something that's made primarily for the big screen. What are some of the challenges you went through with adapting that and maybe some of the ways you overcame those challenges? Well, it's interesting. I will say we didn't actually change anything in terms of how we tell the story or what cameras we use or anything like that. I mean, at the, at the end okay. of the day, The Chosen is about intimacy. You know, we really want to be authentic and intimate and disruptive and playful. Those four words are our core traits. And the show is known for its intimate portrayal of these stories. We're not doing a big sword and sandals epic. And so just because we're on the big screen, we didn't want to just change what got us here. We didn't want to change... Um, the approach that we take to these stories. Uh, we believe they're about the personal, about the human, about the one-on-one uh, -on -one relationships people have with each other and, which, and, and, and with Jesus and with God. And so for us, uh, we didn't want to just go, okay, now that we're on the big screen, let's spend more money and let's try to make this as big as possible. Um, the songs, the story, uh, we already believe um, the, the storyline is epic in and of itself, even if the scope of the uh, portrayal is small. Uh, so when you go to the theater uh, for this, um, you're going to get the authentic chosen experience. It's not like we're just trying to make it 
quote unquote, more, you know, bigger just because it's in theaters. I think the, the value of seeing it in theaters is being with other chosen fans and getting an opportunity to experience this in a, in a, in a room uh, that just makes the, I think, even though nothing has changed about our portrayal, it makes this, the story maybe feel even bigger. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the other fun things about uh, Christmas with the Chosen, the Messengers, was the way you brought together a lot of incredible musical artists for this project. What role do you think that plays? And maybe how do you see that working with the Chosen and with the story you're telling? How do you think that makes it more powerful? Well, I've always said this, the, the show itself isn't the end game. Um, the show for many people will um, get them and, ha and ha it has done this, get them to know Jesus more, hopefully love Jesus more. And then what do you do when you know and love Jesus more? Uh, or when you know and love Jesus for the first time, uh, you worship, um, you, you want to go deeper. And these artists that we've brought together for this special have done that for me. Um, they have, I, I've often told them that, you know, one, once someone watches the show, then we hand off the baton to you. Uh, you take it to the next level. And so uh, in many ways, these, th this is a worship experience. And I think that is the natural response to experiencing the stories of the gospels when you, when you really get it and when it really comes to life and becomes um, more than just words on a page and more than just stained glass windows and statues. And it becomes a living, breathing thing that causes you to realize that this really happened and that my problems and questions and struggles were theirs as well. And therefore, because I can identify with that, I can identify with the solution and the answer, which is Jesus. Um, hopefully, the response you have is to worship. And that's what this Christmas special uh, is all about. You, it's a combination of the reality of the story with then the response to that story. Man, that's that's so good. I know a lot of people are going to be blessed by this, encouraged by this, and uh, I'm really grateful for, for you and your team putting it together. So last question before I let you go. We're talking about a Christmas special, so I have to ask this question. Are you the type of person who puts your decorations up before Thanksgiving, or do you typically wait until after? Uh, well, that's a question for my wife. And the answer is yes. Uh, before our, our, Christmas, our Christmas tree is up now. I don't do uh, Christmas decorations because I am an idiot and I don't know how to do things. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't know how to hang lights. I don't know how to plug things in. I'm very uh, moronic. And so I, I'm not, a, I'm not a traditional man when it comes to being able to, to set all these things up. So my wife does all that. And it, uh, it, it, it started a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, we, we all leave that to our better halves in some aspects. Yeah. So how can people learn more and find tickets to Christmas with the chosen? Well, we're really easy to find. If you just look up the chosen Christmas, uh, you're going to find us, but the, the website is thechosen.tv slash Christmas www.thechosen.tv slash Christmas. Um, that, that gets you all the links to how you can do group sales. Uh, a lot of people are renting out entire screens and having, inviting the community or doing a church event, uh, which has been really cool to see. Um, but all of that information, making sure you find which theater it's showing and all of that is all at that website, thechosen.tv. Dallas, thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. tuning in today and getting on the elevator with Dallas Jenkins. I hope this episode was helpful. If it was, would you consider sharing it or sending it along to a friend? You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. As always, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for who you'd like to hear on elevator advice, feel free to hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Conrad Close. 
you can also go to my website and send me a message that way. It's conradclose.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Elevator Advice. <laughs>